I'm Abby Fentress Swanson, and this is Harvest Public Media's Field Notes, in which we talk about important issues related to food production. Maybe you didn't notice the last time you bought a popcorn and Coke at the movie theater or warmed up a bag of popcorn in the microwave, but the retailers that brought it to you took a big hit from the 2012 drought. The drought caused one of the worst popcorn harvests in recent memory. Crops not irrigated were decimated, and low supplies have forced local candy shops and movie theaters to pay high prices. From Illinois popcorn country, Harvest Public Media's Peter Gray reports. On a cloud of jolly holiday jingles, the intoxicating aromas of hot caramel, butter, and sugar float out the door of Dell's popcorn, luring in shoppers. The fancy kettle corn at this 1930s-era candy shop in Decatur, Illinois, is a holiday gift go-to for locals, and this place gets packed. Shop owner Kemper Wilcott is counting on this seasonal rush to make up for a tight year. To make this old-fashioned popcorn, you need costly ingredients, and he's watched the price of post-drought popcorn skyrocket. He was hoping that by now, with 2013 corn out of the fields, he'd be out of the woods. It's up as much as $10 a bag right now for us. Um, And this time of year, that's a big hit because we go through a lot of popcorn right now. Movie theater chains and grocery stores alike have experienced the economic ripple effect of the 2012 drought. Industry analysts say it was a rough year all around. Farmer Randy Fornell did better than most in 2012. He grows 1,600 acres for Weaver Popcorn Company, one of the biggest in the country. Even planting in rich irrigated soil, the severity of the drought took a toll. Under irrigation, it took a lot of water, a lot of energy cost to produce that crop, probably more so than what we've ever had in in recent years. What wasn't irrigated, there just basically was nothing there. So it was a trying year. What corn did come out of Midwest fields in 2012 fetched record prices and popcorn was no different. That's still working its way through the industry from the field to wholesalers to retailers. Mike Jacobs of Decatur is a farmer and a popcorn retailer. His family got into popping for Dells decades ago and his dad grew the corn they popped locally. He says that's harder to do these days. Regulation and consolidation in the industry make it hard to get back into the business, but he is considering it. Well, I can tell you if the price doesn't come down, I'll probably be ordering some seed and try to plant my own acres. And right now, I think I'm feeling a little bit like I'm being robbed by the popcorn companies, but it isn't all their fault. The drought caused it. Weaver Popcorn Production Manager Dan Seaford acknowledges his company is holding the line on price, but that's because sellers are desperate for the product and willing to pay. It's simply supply and demand. If there's a shortage of that product in the marketplace, you know, we don't have the pounds to sell or we have to ration the pounds that we are selling. You know, the government's not in the popcorn business, so there's just not warehouses of popcorn sitting around the countryside. Back in Decatur, Dell's popcorn owner Kemper Wilcott shows me around his popping facility where he's busy filling hundreds of holiday gift basket orders. This is crunch time for a small business that relies so heavily on sales of seasonal treats. If your favorite flavors are butter, caramel, and cheese, you may want to make a holiday wish for a quick rebound of the popcorn industry. Peter Gray, Harvest Public Media. Agriculture Secretary Tom Vilsack traveled to China earlier this month on the stump for U.S. farm exports. He asked Chinese regulators to get on the same page as the U.S. when it comes to evaluating genetically modified crops. Grant Gerlach of Harvest Public Media reports. It's a trade visit that happens every year, but this time there was an added interest for American farmers. China has rejected five loads of corn from the U.S. in recent weeks. 
The corn contained an insect-resistant trait from the seed company Syngenta that hasn't been approved in China. China's leadership uh, has embraced biotechnology, and there seems to be a disconnect between what's happening at the regulatory level. That's Ag Secretary Tom Vilsack. China was the top market for farm exports from the U.S. last year, but Vilsack says the country's slow approach to regulating biotech crops is a regular point of friction. China basically does not start its regulatory process on new events until a country like America or Brazil or Argentina has finished their work. Vilsack wants Chinese regulators to start the process when the U.S. does, even if it takes longer to complete. Syngenta has reportedly resubmitted an application to have its seed approved in China. I'm Grant Gerlock, Harvest Public Media. And that's this week's Field Notes from KBIA and Harvest Public Media. I'm Abby Fentress Swanson. To learn more, contact us, and find more episodes of Field Notes, visit harvestpublicmedia.org.